Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Highway 555. My name is Raquel. This is the third part in a series that I'm calling Opposites and Alternatives, focusing on healing and setting intentions for the upcoming new year. My vision for this series is not just for it to be heard with the new year in mind, Um, but the topics that we cover in these episodes are applicable in all seasons of your life, no matter what you're going through, if it's the middle of the year, if it's the end of the year, whatever. I trust that these episodes are going to find you when you need them and that they will resonate with you um, in whatever part of your journey you are currently in. So for a quick recap, in the first week's episode, I talked about social media and the difference between living a public versus a private life in today's world. And then in last week's episode, I spoke on resolutions versus intentions and how the base of any goal or vision should always begin with specific intentions. And then in this week's episode, I am going to talk about setting energetic boundaries and what those are, how to set them, and some personal tips, I guess, that you might find helpful in how to set them, (laughs) especially during this holiday season, right? Um, But before we get into that, let's start off with my weekly viewpoint. Um, Okay, so remember back in September when I went to Texas to visit some friends? Those same friends came to visit me this last weekend. Um, They were only here for a very short three days, but we did so much stuff in those three days. It was, it honestly felt like, felt like longer. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they left this morning and I'm kind of sad, but I'm also exhausted and very, very happy. So it was a great weekend. It was just go, go, go the whole time. We did so many things in those three days, but I'm still kind of processing all of it, <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> uh, we just we just had so much fun. So they've been to Oregon before, but it was like their first time really exploring, I guess, and like visiting. They'd only been here in passing, you know, and they haven't been to Salem, which is where I live. So I got to take them out, show them around. We ate really good food, went on a long hike, um, did some Christmas shopping, and yeah, just overall had a great time together. We always do, and I already miss them, but we're already planning our next time seeing each other, <laughs> so we'll see, but yeah, it was it was great. So energetic boundaries, that's the topic for this week's episode. What are they, and how do you set them? Um, Energetic boundaries are very subtle, invisible, yet extremely profound ways of setting a guard around yourself and your auric field. When you remember to think in terms of energy and matter, right? Not just the physical realm, the 3D, what you can see. These boundaries are a little easier to understand right? So, okay. So think of your human body and then your energy field or your auric field and then the energy fields of others, right? 
So there's your body, your physical body, the energy that you can't see, but you can feel if you're aware, if you're sensitive to it. And then everybody else has a body and their own energy field. But every time someone touches you or gets close to your space, right, their energy field also touches you and can even merge with your own, okay? Obviously, with individuals that you feel emotionally safe with and trust, etc., this isn't a negative situation. Um, think of the phrase, you know, letting your guard down. That's that's not just an emotional term. It's also about your energy. So with that in mind, when someone who does not have your best in mind, who is a taker, a vampire, a leech, um, it's really important to recognize when your energy field is being compromised by them. Okay. Um, let's see, for example, okay. Have you ever been around someone and you just feel like really exhausted or like cranky or even confused sometimes, right? Nine times out of 10, it's because that person is draining your energy, whether consciously or not. And that's where setting boundaries, both physically and energetically, is very essential. You may know what boundaries are in general, right? Like, you know, you won't allow people to address you a certain way or take advantage of you and whatnot. Or in more general terms, you know, we put up like, you know, no trespassing signs around our yard or label our own food in the refrigerator so our roommate doesn't eat it. <laughs> you know, those are boundaries that you can verbally, you know, physically communicate, right? But what about instances where, you know, a person isn't necessarily talking to you or you're in a group of people and it's not just like one specific person that you are feeling energetically compromised by? Um, or maybe they aren't doing anything like inherently wrong, but you just feel a certain type of energetic exhaustion, tension, irritability, whatever, just from being near them, right? This is most likely an energetic vampire is what we call them or an energetic leech. Um, these people, whether consciously or unconsciously, they just take, take and take. And that is where setting energetic boundaries can really benefit you. This is where you take charge of your immediate surroundings. It's it's honestly like a survival instinct, really. I mean, we often sense what others are feeling. And because of this, it determines whether or not we know that we're in a safe environment, right? If a person is safe to be around. And what we need to do, if, if it's not safe, what we need to do in order to adapt to the situation, you know? Um, think of phrases like you can cut the tension with a knife, you know, but like nobody is speaking yet. You can still feel the awkwardness, the hostility, the whatever that's you picking up on the palpable energy of the people around you or, you know, for a more personal and intimate example, 
think of like a really close friend or family member or a significant other who is like dealing with some really heavy emotions, but you feel like you're the one experiencing it just because of how much they've depended on you for your support, vented to you, cried to you. That is because you are allowing yourself to merge with their energy instead of having boundaries so as not to absorb what they're feeling, right? And instead be, you know, be a separate outside energy looking in on their situation. Yes, you're still there for them. Yes, you know, you're still empathetic and whatnot, but you're not allowing them to just like dump everything on you in order for you to absorb it. Like you're, you're not the sponge. You're not the sponge here. You're just the container. You're holding space for them. So, okay. Okay. So I've given you all these examples, right? We know what psychic vampires and leeches are, but now how do you protect yourself from them leeching onto your energy, from them merging with your energy? In this episode, I'm going to give you five tips from my own personal experience and just some suggestions on how to guard your auric field, your energy field. These are ways that you can retain your energetic boundaries and also remain energized, calm, while also being assertive with your boundaries, right? So step one is to become aware. This is when you first start feeling a certain type of way, okay? Like I was saying earlier, um, it could be you can feel like tension, hostility, awkwardness, and you don't know where it's coming from, right? Not all the time will you be able to discern exactly the person, the place, the thing, the object, whatever it is that's making you feel this certain way. Um, but just um, for an example, I'm just going to say that you're at a party, okay? You're at a party and, you know, you've been talking to this one person and they, you, you're just starting to feel, you're just starting to feel like this isn't, this isn't a vibe. This is, there's something weird going on. Maybe it's the way they're talking to you. Maybe it's their mannerisms, the, you know, what they're talking about, like whatever. So step one is to become aware of the sensation. What are you feeling? Okay. Are you feeling angry? Are you feeling confused? Are you feeling, um, again, awkward? Are you feeling some sort of, um, what's the word? Like, like maybe even like fear, you know, like become aware of the sensations that you're feeling. And a lot of times in meditation, right? We talk about how we're sitting there trying to meditate and then we have like these random little thoughts. And I always say to to greet those thoughts, like you're acknowledging them, you're saying hello, but you're not fixating on them. Okay. In this situation though, I do want you to fixate. I want you to figure out what you're feeling, acknowledge it, and then just focus on it and be like, okay, I'm feeling, we're going to pick fear. I'm feeling fear right now. And I have no idea why, but I feel like it has to do with this person. I feel like it has to do with this you know, environment, whatever, become aware. That's the first step. Step two is to disengage. I feel like most people, if not all, have their own unique way of disengaging, disassociating. And 
it's kind of funny because like I don't always encourage people <laughs> to disengage from their environment um, to just kind of step outside of their body. Um, but in this type of situation, it is essential because what you're doing is you're disengaging in order for, and I'm going to go into the next step, but the, the disengagement process is in order to help you figure out where you need to set a boundary. Okay. Because when we, when we disengage, when we disassociate, that's us essentially like stepping out of our human body and tapping into our energy, tapping into our spirit. And when you have become aware, right, of that feeling, that sensation, that fear, like we're using for an example, um, and then you disengage from your human body, from your survival instinct, then you're stepping into your your soul, your spirit, your intuition, your psychic abilities, and you're like, okay, I'm disengaging. Where do I feel this fear? Where is it coming from? And that is step three. You question the energy. You question the fear. Why am I feeling fear? Where is this fear coming from? Is it valid? Is it my fear? Am I being empathetic and picking up on the fear of someone else? Is it the person that I'm talking to? Are they fearful? What are they fearful of? Are they fearful of me? Are they fearful of the environment? Are they fearful of another person at this party? Start questioning that energy, okay? And what I always say, trust your intuition. Whatever the first response is to any of these questions is the truth, because your intuition is never wrong. Okay. And then that leads me to step four, affirm your truth. So once you figure out where the fear is coming from, and again, this is all just an example. This is all hypothetical, but say once you disengage and you question the energy, you're like, okay, where's this fear coming from? Say that it's coming from the person who's speaking to you. Like it's their fear. They're feeling this fear in this environment. You don't know why. You don't have to know why. Okay. But you just know that it's not your fear that you're picking up on. You're simply being empathetic and they are using you, whether unconsciously or not. Okay. They are using you as a shield. They are using um, their conversation with you as a distraction. They are depending on you to keep them away from another situation, whatever, whatever it may be. Okay. You just need to affirm your truth that a, this fear is not yours. It's theirs. And B, it's not your place to carry. It's not your place to feel this. You may be picking up on it, but it's not something that you need to continue to allow yourself to feel and to merge with, right? So this is where you start speaking affirmation over yourself. And you can do this in a, I mean, you can do this in a lot of different ways. I personally like affirming what I know to be true. And you don't have to focus on you don't have to focus on the energy itself. So I'm not going to be sitting there being like, this isn't my fear. This is their fear. Um, I'm not fearful. Da, da, da. Like, yeah, you can, you can use all those affirmations. But what I like to do is remind myself who I am. Like, my name is Raquel. 
I am a strong, powerful woman. I am at one with my divine feminine. I am, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. Okay. It can be anything, but affirming your truth is in a way, in a sense, setting a boundary because you're not going to let that fear that you're picking up on from the other person affect your identity, which leads me into step five, set a boundary. Okay. So this can be, I know we're, I know we're talking about energetic boundaries, but this can also be a physical, um, example because we're talking about, you know, because we're using this hypothetical story of you being at a party and feeling this fear from this person that you're talking to, etc. Physically, what could you do in that situation to set a boundary? I would just walk away. <laughs> if that was me, I would just be like, peace out. I'm done with, you know, I'm done with this conversation. I'm feeling a certain type of way. You don't have to explain yourself. Okay. And I know that a lot of you may feel like that's like super rude. Like, oh my God, Raquel, you just walk away from somebody you're talking to. Absolutely. I don't owe them an explanation. And at the end of the day, I'm protecting my energy and anyone else that I come in contact with. You know what I mean? Like if I walk away from that situation, I'm cutting a tie with that person and I'm not going to let them affect me for the rest of the evening. I don't care who they are. They could be a stranger. They could be a friend. They could be someone, you know, I just met. Whatever it is, I'm not saying this to be rude. I'm not saying this, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying you should be disrespectful. You could say goodbye. You could be like, hey, I, you know, I got to go. Bye. And walk away. I'm not saying to, you know, to be, to be rude about it. But if it comes across as rude, honestly, at the end of the day, all you're responsible for is your actions, your own actions. And you don't need to explain why you do A, B, and C to every single person. Okay. That is people pleaser mode. That is you worrying more about what the other person thinks of you than you simply caring for yourself on an energetic level. Okay. So setting a boundary can look like walking away. It can also look like setting an energetic boundary. And there are a couple ways that you can do this. I mean, yes, we've talked about, you know, step one through four, become aware, disengaged, question the energy, affirm your truth. But setting an energetic protective field around yourself is actually really fun (laughs) and really cool because you can learn what protection you need in that moment, okay? And this is where you really need to tap into your spiritual side, your non-physical realm, and envision what your wall of protection looks like. I was thinking about giving an example and just using my own, um, but I don't want that to impact your your own way of envisioning your protective field, if that makes sense. Wow. I said like protective field like five million times. Okay. So 
I mean, we can kind of do a little exercise right now. Okay. Yeah, let's do this. I'm, I, this is so off script, you guys. I have like my notes right in front of me and this is just, this is so, this is a rabbit trail, but I'm, I'm trusting <laughs> that this is going to reach someone and it's going to make sense to them. So, okay. So I'm going to have you close your eyes. If you are in a place where you can close your eyes, close your eyes. And I want you to picture a cord coming from your solar plexus. So your solar plexus is one of the energy points in your body that is where your ego, your human experience, your self-confidence, your identity resides, okay? Right in your solar plexus. This is like right above your belly button. And as you're closing your eyes, I want you to picture a cord coming from your solar plexus. Envision it however you want, okay? It could be it could be a chain, a rope, a thread, you know, pay attention to the dimension of it, the color, the texture, whatever. I'm looking at the time as I'm saying all this and it's 444. So I know that this is an alignment for someone and I'm trusting that it finds the person that needs to hear this. So envision this cord coming from your solar plexus. And then as it comes out of you, like away from your body, envision it coming, I don't know, to about two feet in front of you. And then it's going to start spreading. Okay. Like a bubble all around your human self. And then just picture what this bubble looks like. Is it, is it see-through? Is it solid? Is it color? Like what color is it? Is it again, that texture? What just envision how this protective field around you looks and whatever that is to you, that is your own unique energetic boundary. Now become familiar with it. Just like sit in this space for a little bit. As you're listening to my voice, keep watching, keep watching this energetic field around you, how it makes you feel, how it makes, how it makes you feel safe. I want this to be, this is your, this is your safety net. This is your, this is your space of safety and it's coming from within you, right? It's coming from that cord, coming from that energy point, that solar plexus. This is your self-identity, your self-confidence coming out from within your own self, coming out and around to protect you. And just sit with it, familiarize yourself. Again, pay attention to colors, textures, whatever. Pay attention to any sensations too. Like, does it feel warm? Is it kind of cool? And then 
for any future instances where you need to set an energetic boundary, where you need to set up your protective field, this is the protective field that you're going to call forward. Now, those last two steps, you know, affirming your truth and then setting this boundary, these two steps can also be done beforehand, okay? Before going out in public, before going to a party, before going to work, putting up that energetic shield, it's it's a tool and it's a practice, it's a routine that can serve you for forever. I mean, just like any just like any tool that you utilize, it will take time and practice and circumstances, right? To get the hang of your own routine <laughs> for setting boundaries. But hmm. Yeah, my spirit is reminding me to clarify, okay? This is not this is not something you should ever stress about, okay? Please don't ever think that you are not 24-7 protected by your angels and your spirit guides. I fully believe that we are still responsible for maintaining boundaries on our own. You know, there's a balance of, yes, trusting that you're protected and also being aware of energies around you. For example, I know that I am protected and divinely guided, okay? This doesn't mean that I'm going to walk into the middle of a busy street saying, oh, you know, I trust my angels to protect me. That's stupid and foolish. What I can do is look both ways and wait for a clear moment in traffic before walking across the street. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? That's just like a basic, basic, you know, level of awareness. (laughs) I'm not going to just go through life oblivious of negative energies and circumstances and people who wish ill on me or whatever. But I'm also not going to stress so much over things that I cannot control to a point of just trying to survive life and not live it, right? The tools that we learn and use are meant to benefit us, yes, but also be utilized through our own discernment and awareness, and these steps that I just went over, I mean, these, these are little, just little baby steps for you to practice and, you know, little tools for you to put in your tool belt. Um, and whenever you are in a situation where you feel your energy is being compromised, I trust that this episode will come to mind and you can practice setting those energetic boundaries. It's something that we can do and should do every day, but also trusting that we are divinely protected. We just need to be aware of We just need to be aware of our own boundaries and implementing them accordingly. So, yeah, I hope that this was helpful. I hope that 
it was useful and especially with any upcoming holiday events that you may be going to for Christmas and New Year's. Um, I just trust that this episode will come to mind if you if you need to practice and utilize any of these steps. And in closing, I just wanted to remind you that my episode with Nikaila Mariah of Embodied Divinity Podcast is coming out on Wednesday, December 20th. Be sure to tune in. It will be available on all podcast platforms as well as YouTube. I'm going to post links once it's live. Um, It was just an honor to be on her show, and I think you all will love the episode that we did together. You've been listening to Highway Triple Five. My name is Raquel. Next time you'll be hearing my voice will be on Christmas Day or after. I mean, I don't expect you to listen to my podcast on the 25th, but my next and last episode of the year will be airing on that day. So yeah, I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas holiday. Take a deep breath with me to end. Inhale, love, hope, peace, and exhale. Being grounded, filled with joy and abundance. Stay safe, be well, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you.